0: Tiger fans, and welcome to another edition of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. Yes, JJ is missing today. You get me, Nate Little Goomfoss, and our wonderful co host Dan the Statman Scully.
1: I'm recording, so if this is bad and Zoe still puts it out, don't blame her.
0: Yeah, no, it's all on us. Um, actually, we'll still blame JJ because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> um, he was not able to make it to any of the games this weekend due to some unfortunate circumstances. Um, and then tonight, he decided that making money was more important than hockey. But, hey, what can you do? Um, so, we had three games this weekend. Uh, two of them counted, and it was a rough one. So, I guess we'll start with the women, and then we'll move on to the men. So, Dan, if you want to get us started.
1: Um, Friday afternoon despite the fact that it says this game started at 6 p.m um the women ended up losing one nothing to uh conference opponent lindenwood um it was a tough goal to give up the only goal was power play goal uh rachel goff dropped the puck off behind the net some of you might recognize that name um and one of our teammates brought it back around to the other side and tucked it inside the post while pretty much the entirety of the Tiger defense was looking for the puck on the other side of the net, unfortunately. Um not, not a great game in terms of penalties either. Um not gonna say we didn't earn some of them but i don't necessarily agree with the way the game was called um much like the men's game at union to start the year the only penalty called on the opposing team was a matching minor and to boot it was at 20 minutes of the third period so it really didn't matter one way or the other
0: yeah uh, the officiating was not the greatest we've seen this year um I don't understand how the number one team in terms of penalties in the country doesn't take any penalties at all. There were a few that they missed. um, And I'll be honest, there were a few that they missed both ways. I think the, and I hate to blame officiating, but four penalties in the second period tires you out and, just having to, having to kill penalties in general is just tiring. And when you have to do it for the majority of a period, and even when some of them were, eh, penalties, like, it's it's tough. It was a rough night overall, just to, I don't know.
1: I will say,
0: you know, you never
1: want to be killing penalties, period. But the penalty that was called on Emma Rowland towards the end of the second while it probably should have been a matching minor, it fired Emma up and it fired the rest of the team up as a result.
0: It seemed like. I'm going to say they had 13 shots in the third period. And I first, first two periods, not good. They weren't great. No. Um, but the third period was definitely much better. Um like, There was a little bit of fire under the team in the third period and especially at the end of the game there was a little bit of a exchange between the two teams that uh, you know I like we don't I don't want to say that we don't see it a lot out of the women but we don't see it that often so I kind of like seeing that a little bit you know play with have some intensity like have some pride like this team it was Lindenwood's first win of the season and it was a rough game frustrating game I think for everybody
1: yeah, and, and it, it wasn't It wasn't that Lindenwood played amazing either. Both teams sort of right. came out of the gate a bit sloppy. And if there had been three more minutes on the clock in the third period, or if we had had a puck
0: bounce our way, that game would have been tied. Mm-hmm. How many posts did we hit in the third period? Uh, there were at least there two. There was at least at least two or three posts that we hit in the third period so it was they said i think frustrating was the word i think frustrating was the a good word for the entire weekend yeah um on both sides it was opportunities were there and you know puck luck sometimes can kill you i mean you have to create your own puck luck sometimes but yeah rough weekend rough night friday um saturday wasn't much better Saturday
1: started out...
0: Saturday, I, that was the best period they've played in a while.
1: Yeah, the, the Tigers put 19 shots on goal in the first period on Saturday. And credit to to Lindenwood's goaltender, she stopped them all.
0: She and, was phenomenal all weekend.
1: Yeah. And it neither team cracked the game open until we were more than halfway through the third period.
0: I thought, I thought Saturday was a good. It was a good zero. Like so, also a lot of people are like, "Oh, I don't like the low-scoring games," and you know, goals, 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 especially in this era of hockey. But that was a good zero-zero hockey game. Like chances back and forth. Both teams are kind of trading chances. The goaltending was phenomenal. I think goaltending was the story of the series. And credit, I mean, Sarah played phenomenal both nights. Yeah, uh, she did. I mean we didn't even mention it because like, it's just a given at this point like she's definitely I, I think she's starting to take the net back I think she was kind of losing it there for a little bit but she's starting to get it back Um, and I mean the team I mean 19 shots in the first period the tough part was they only had 13 the rest of the game I don't know if they just used all their energy in the first and it was a and again, it was just it was another penalty-filled game. Like they kind of made up for some. There were, I mean, we were over four Saturday. I mean, you gotta capitalize on power play. I think that's
1: yeah. And I will say the even though the second period wasn't what they were looking to follow the first up with, it was it was still an even period. It wasn't that Lindenwood was. The better team in the second But no. Come the third period It seemed like Lindenwood Had fine tuned their adjustments And they just uh-huh. They got rolling Yes we scored The first goal at ten fifty-three of the third But Lindenwood was able to To score Six on five With less than a minute left mm-hmm. Tie it up That wouldn't hurt and unfortunately they had a breakaway in overtime and that was that the uh game winning goal was scored just a minute 20 in
0: that tying goal was killer uh, yeah that one hurt uh, cuz i thought RIT was a better team all night and i thought i thought we deserved better i thought we deserved to win the hockey game just sometimes it comes to, uh, it was another fluky goal too. Like it wasn't even, it like rolled off of Sarah's shoulder, and, and it was not much you can do there. Unfortunately, if you're Sarah, I mean, she she stopped the puck; it just bounced weird, went in, tied the game, and then I mean, it was a great shot on the overtime goal. But it was a great, weekend where great
1: stretch pass to the goal oh, sitting right at the blue line. It was line a great too.
0: play overall just another weekend where opportunity to win the game was there and unfortunately they just couldn't capitalize and the tough thing about
1: this series is like we discussed last week it's as much as we don't like to say it this is probably the battle for the last playoff spot and mm-hmm. it's on the women's side it's not like atlantic hockey you you we didn't earn any points by taking them to overtime on Saturday. So that sort of puts the Tigers on the back foot, especially because taking points from Lindenwood at Lindenwood is going to be far more difficult having to make that trip all the way to St. Louis.
0: Yeah, and not only that, if you win both those games, you have to win them both in regulation. You can't take it to overtime because the, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. The second one, I believe, is regulation head-to-head. So I guess I don't know what the second tiebreaker is. I know the first one's head-to-head. I'm hoping it's regulation because then if you take both in regulation, bang, you you have the tiebreaker. But you put yourself in a position where you you need to win three more games now to in conference and no, and, I'm not saying they can't. I'm Linden not saying would. they can't do it. I'm not saying they can't do it. But it, they've said it. You know, you don't want to be chasing, and now the they're chasing. You'd rather be ahead, like not having to chase the team in front of you. Now you have to win more games than they do, in a sense. And
1: and and we're talking like Lindenwood's not going to win another conference game. And it's right. it's not to say that they will, but there, anything can happen. We right. we've seen it on both sides, men's and women's. So, mm-hmm. but that also means that the tigers could take some games here too and shut us up, basically.
0: <laughs> I think this, the story of our podcast this year has been prove us wrong. Yeah, and. And if they do, I'm going to give them all the props in the world. I mean, I will say this, we're still behind them 100%. We're not saying they're out of it, but the road becomes a little little bit more difficult. Yeah, so. All right, well, unfortunately, there really just wasn't much with how low scoring of a series it was and the tough results. So, I mean, I guess if we want to move on to – And they don't play next week, right? The ladies get the week of
1: American Thanksgiving off, which is ironic because most of the team's Canadian. Better Thanksgiving, (laughs) just say.
0: Um, So yeah, I mean, I guess we can move on and look ahead, or look around the conference and go from there.
1: So I believe we recorded Sunday last week. Um, We did. So we talked about how Penn State took the first game against Brown 3-0 on a Sunday in a Sunday-Monday series. Um, they finished the sweep 4-2 at 2 p.m. on Monday afternoon. <laughs> um, Brutal. Then the normal games for the week started on Friday. Um Syracuse and Mercyhurst were scheduled to play each other this weekend. Um, But if you didn't hear, it snowed. A lot. A lot. like (laughs) Orchard Park got more than Syracuse got all last year, Mm -hmm. just to put it in perspective. Um, So that series has been postponed. Um, Last I knew, the conference hasn't Figured out when they're gonna reschedule those games too.
0: Um, They'll probably be. I mean, it's it's Tuesday Wednesday series. Well, no, it's nice that it's not Lindenwood where it's a little bit harder to reschedule. True, because Erie and Syracuse are what four hours apart, so four maybe. Yeah, three from here. Yeah, four. So it's not the hardest thing to reschedule. Sure, you might have to make them play midweek, like. Maybe Like when Sacred
1: Hearts men's team had to play us on a pair of Tuesdays last year.
0: And one of them was here. (laughs) And the other one was And it was supposed to be there. (laughs) That was a mess. Thank God they're getting their own (laughs) rink. Oh man.
1: Um so that was the only other Conference series that was supposed to happen last week. Um, Penn State also played a pair at Yale. Uh, they lost Friday three nothing and two one on Saturday in overtime. Um, not
0: surprising that Yale is the number five team in the country too. So that yeah, and that's not. I don't want to say it's it's surprising, but I'm not shocked.
1: And like, with with one of the conference series postponed, Lindenwood ends up being the only team to earn CHA points this week. And yep. I'm sure in part because they were the only CHA team to win this week, they swept the weekly awards.
0: Yeah. I, I think... You could have made an argument for Co if they if we had taken the Saturday game to be goalie of the week, yeah. But how do you deny the one that that only let in one goal and won two games at... and stopped nineteen shots in one period? Right. Yeah. I, you can't deny the goalies. So. <sighs> yeah.
1: This week's schedule is a little strange, but some of that's got to do with the holiday i think or maybe not because we like scheduling weird series in this conference um st lawrence heads out to erie and they should actually be able to get there this time i think though st lawrence did have their series postponed last weekend too thanks to the uh the lake effect band that was hitting watertown um They head to Erie to play Mercyhurst Tuesday at 6. So, depending on when this gets edited and put out, that might already be done. Because we're recording Monday night. Um, And Wednesday, they'll finish that series at 2. Then on Friday, post, we'll head to Syracuse for a 3 o'clock game.
0: To get smoked,
1: probably yeah. I would yeah. <laughs> I would be kind of afraid and happy if Syracuse was gonna crumble to them because it would mean that we've got every chance
0: to sweep them in January. But just to let you know, post is one in ten, <laughs> and their one win was against St. Michael's.
1: <laughs> um. Actually, none of the series... Who is also 1 in
0: 10. <laughs> sorry. I was just looking
1: at it. Actually, all of these series are
0: non-conference series this week. Um, Makes sense. Holidays, they don't usually...
1: Well, don't play on
0: conference. the...
1: I guess. I think sometimes Atlantic Hockey does, but... And we haven't don't. had it recently. Um, no. No st cloud state heads to lindenwood for a 7 p.m. start central time uh and penn state will head out to las vegas for the vegas showcase they get to play minnesota at 4 p.m. on friday i don't think that's gonna go well penn state and then they is strong but they're not that strong (laughs) um
0: you don't even have to know a ton about women's college hockey to know that Minnesota is one of the top programs in the country.
1: Minnesota's called the hockey state for a reason.
0: Yeah, we can debate that all day, but.
1: <laughs> um, Penn State will finish up the mm. Vegas showcase at a time TBA, I'm assuming determined by whether they win or lose on Friday. probably. And they will play the well either the winner or the loser that is how that works dad
0: probably
1: the loser probably but i didn't want to speculate
0: no no because anything can happen in college especially going all the way out to vegas like that's not an easy trip for anybody
1: not even for minnesota and they're the closest by far um penn state will play either bu or yale to finish the vegas showcase um Post will finish their series at Syracuse at 2 p.m. on Saturday, and St. Cloud State finishes their series with Lindenwood at 2:10 Central on Saturday. And I'm kind of upset that I have to leave as early as I do from home to make our men's games this weekend. Because I wouldn't mind going and seeing Syracuse pummel post and i'm allowed i'm allowed to root but then i saw the i'm allowed to root for syracuse in non-conference games these two can't yell at me for
0: that i guess i guess (laughs) um so yeah good weekend for the conference coming up too i think i don't think lindenwood Pulling one out against St. Cloud is out of the question with how they played this weekend. Um, no, if get they, their if goal they can lock and, down on the
1: defense,
0: they've got a decent shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to see Penn State make some noise in that tournament. It'd be really cool to be nice to see, you know, maybe the conference call up against one of the blue bloods of college hockey on the women's side. And, and on the men's side, too, but on the women's side, in this case, to, like... Plus, that's a Big Ten rivalry game, if you think about it. I know there's no Big Ten in women's hockey, but... Yeah. That, then, that has some spark in there, so... There's
1: also a chance that they could play Yale again after just playing them last
0: weekend. And it's it's not like they got outplayed either in either of those two games. Like, yeah, the first one was 3 nothing, but it looked like it wasn't that bad and then a 2-1 overtime loss that's not horrible I mean that's a good that's a good result against a good team so yeah we'll see all right so let's move on to the men's team who had a game that thankfully did not count it was an exhibition game against the United States under 18 national team who I will say were Hyped up, and I understood it when yeah. they got there because those kids are good.
1: <laughs> what stood out most to me was they're
0: fast,
1: very yes. fast.
0: You know what stood out to me on the other side is that we were throwing them around like crazy. Yes, you, you can got tell guys that these in were their kids
1: early to mid 20s, 20s playing against
0: 17 year olds, of course, they're gonna be throwing them around. They were, oh. <laughs> Like I and I was standing there looking at him at the they're lined up for the anthem and I'm looking at them and I'm like there really is a noticeable size difference <laughs> um, between the two. It was definitely it was interesting, you know. We don't we haven't played these guys in over a decade. So it was kinda cool. Um I will say Gabe Perot and Will Smith who are probably gonna be first round picks in the NHL draft next year. Um yeah, they're that good. Yeah, um, the they the, took the that second over.
1: goal that they connected on was just that was oh insane. the one the one late in the second. Oh, yep.
0: the one that went I, back I and at forth it, I'm like, about the two of oh. them
1: about six times.
0: I don't even remember who it was, but Smith just dangled whoever it was. On. I think it was Aiden hansen Bukata out of his skates and then just found Burrow backdoor. Nothing that Daniel Chenari could do. And, hey, he came in, and I thought he played pretty well. Yeah. For a kid who hasn't played in any games in his RIT career up until this one. Not even an exhibition. Nope. Sure, he gave up three goals, but, I mean, what are you going to do on that second one that he gave up? I mean, and the first one he gave up was a laser. Yeah. So, I... Kobe Walker probably scored my favorite goal of the year, though, so far. Um, if you're a goaltender. Tend ten the goal. <laughs> uh, if you weren't there, which we had a pretty good crowd. I was actually impressed at how many people showed up for a game right before the holiday that didn't count. Um, yeah. Trey Augustine, who's committed to play for Jared DeMichael at Michigan State, by the way. Um, had a hiccup. He went behind the net to play the puck and didn't realize Kobe Walker was flying. Up. And when I say flying, he was flying up behind him, just picked his pocket and put it in the net. And it happens. I mean, that's a that's a that's a mistake that a young goaltender is gonna make, and he'll learn. I, That's not a knock on Trey. He's going to have a great college career when he gets to Michigan State next year. He's going to be one of the top goaltenders in the country, I can already tell, because he was solid. We got some guys that can shoot on this team, and after that goal, he settled in and was phenomenal the rest of the night. I mean, RIT put up 24 shots. He made 23 saves. It's Yeah, he... None of the shots that...
1: That he faced in a normal goaltending position when in the net. Right. <laughs> right. So And you know what other great goalie went to Michigan State?
0: Oh. Ryan Miller. So Michigan State's got a history of good goaltenders. So I and they got a great goaltending coach right now in Jared DeMichael. So yeah, they do. I uh It'll be fun to, you know, it's going to be fun to watch these guys, you know, kind of follow their careers now that we've seen them play. Like a lot, like all those kids are, except for one, was committed to one of the top, some of the top schools in the country. You know, you next know, year, I think and I there think,
1: were six of them committed to BC, including their entire first forward line.
0: Right. So that's going to be wild <laughs> to watch them all at BC next year. Um, yeah. We did. Um, we did a chant. My favorite was, uh, that's all right. That's okay. You should play for us one day. <laughs> um, if any of you guys want to come play for RAT, please, by all means. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, op- we'll take you with open arms. You see what kind um, of
1: atmosphere um, you get.
0: And they were playing at Niagara Friday night. and That was a much I, higher I scoring it- game. <laughs> yes that was eight to five if you missed that we'll go over that in the recap in a minute but um it was just and i think you could kind of see it they were kind of looking up into the corner before the start of the game (laughs) they were they probably had the reaction they were like oh this is kind of (laughs) fun this (laughs) is way better than last night because you know nobody goes to niagara games anyway um even on a weekend where they didn't play a game that count, I will still find a chance to trash Niagara. Um,
1: uh, oh, that was who, that was who St. Lawrence. I was thinking of the men's team. They were supposed to go play Niagara. That game mm. got postponed.
0: Probably more because St. Lawrence couldn't get out of Canton. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was, was getting snow. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if 81
0: was shut down in the North country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that it was nice to see some guys get some time too. Like a lot of guys that haven't played a lot this year, like Calvin Boots and Adam Jeffrey get in. Because in exhibition, you can play anybody you want, and the only two guys that are out were Caleb Moritz, who saw it with an injury, and Elijah Gonzalez, who was, who Wayne said tweaked something. They just wanted to be safe with it and hold him out. So, and uh, no harm in doing that in an exhibition game.
1: Right. Not that so, not that we'd want to
0: risk Elijah's
1: health anyway,
0: but um, and as far as I know, everybody came out of the game healthy, so that's good. Um, so yeah, it, not much to talk about because it didn't really count. I mean, power play went zero for five, but hey, it didn't hurt our power play percentage because it didn't count. <laughs>
1: so. Also, uh, if if anyone's uh wondering which no one is but a little inside baseball uh the reason that you don't get a normal box score on the website for this you just get a pdf is because if we upload it the way we normally upload them it would put it it would tally it as part of our stats so that's why you've got the weird pdf showing up on the website i was gonna say it
0: wouldn't let me pull up the normal but that works makes sense Okay, so now let's look around at Atlantic Hockey. A um, couple of good games this past weekend. A couple of good games coming up this weekend. So take it away, Dan. So being that we uh, recorded on
1: Sunday last week, the first game we have to talk about is a Tuesday game between AIC and Holy Cross. Um, AIC was hosting this game, which is, probably why it was on a Tuesday yellow jackets beat the Crusaders four to one I just I, I want to give a little tidbit about this the attendance for that game it, it was a Tuesday but it was seven o'clock at night normal time for a hockey game on a Tuesday attendance was 193. In the same building, the Springfield Thunderbirds played a Wednesday morning game against the Syracuse Crunch. 10:30 puck drop. And got nearly 6800 fans.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> it's sad. It's so sad. Like the AIC's won 3 straight conference championships. And nobody cares. <laughs> it's sad. Ugh. I don't know, man. Anyway,
1: we're we're done. We're done ripping AIC for
0: no. the yeah, moment. for about five minutes. Uh,
1: on Thursday, Sacred Heart hosted Merrimack in a non-conference game, getting shut out three 0 because. Atlantic Hockey can't make Nate happy and at least win non-conference games.
0: Even though Flo decided to say during the game that it was three nothing Sacred Heart. (laughs) Yeah, they were adding the goals to the Sacred Heart side on Flo instead of the Merrimack side, so that was fun and very confusing um, because I didn't watch the game, but I was (laughs) I caught glimpses of. I would pull it. I was doing something, but I pulled it up every once in a while and just to check the score. And I was like, oh. I thought they were losing because, according to Discord, they're losing. But <laughs> crazy man, <laughs> gotta love flow. On Friday, Holy
1: Cross took their second loss of the week, uh, hosting Mercyhurst for a three-one final. Army, who has not been great this year, was able to claim a win against Bentley. 2 nothing down at West Point. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Niagara hosted the U.S. National Team Development Program Under-18 Team, being that Nate didn't say the full name earlier. I didn't need to. No, you didn't, but it's a mouthful yeah, I had to. And is. I actually got through it this time on, like, last week. <laughs>
0: Um, we're doing better with the Inglis this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: um, Niagara won that game 8-5, to like we mentioned. Um, which was shocking. Uh, I don't think any of us saw that coming at all. No, um, but it's worth mentioning that two of those goals were empty netters.
0: So Fair. Um, I just want to say something quick. I've been hesitant to say it all year. I think I'm actually going to finally admit it. Niagara might be good. Which means Omaha might not be terrible. Omaha might not be terrible. So um, I know, burn me at the stake for saying it, but (laughs) Niagara might be good. They might be a threat in Atlantic Hockey, so we'll have to keep an eye on them.
1: On Saturday, uh, AIC started one of their famous Saturday-Sunday series, uh, hosting Air Force. Uh, That ended in a 3-3 tie with AIC winning the shootout 1-0. Holy Cross took their third loss of the week. Uh, Marcy Hurst finished the sweep 4-1. We've already discussed the game that thankfully didn't count that we lost 4-1. to one. Um, As I mentioned in what looked like a Eureka moment earlier, um, Niagara was scheduled to host St. Lawrence on Saturday. That game got cancelled thanks to the intense lake effect in the North Country. Um, Army finished the sweep of Bentley on Saturday 5-2. to two. Um, and the lone Sunday game was the end of the Air Force AIC series. The Yellow Jackets took that game three to
0: one. It was a big standing shift weekend in Atlanta hockey, too. Um, Except not necessarily, top. not necessarily up at the top, but at the bottom, things got a little shifted. Mercyhurst vaulted from ninth to sixth this weekend which is kind of crazy that that shows you how what the whole 6 point system the 3 point system does to standings where you can really make some noise which thankfully some teams are starting to catch up to us in games played so the fact that we're still number 1 is good
1: uh just like the CHA schedule the schedule for this week in Atlantic Hockey is a little weird. Uh, there's a pair of Tuesday games. Uh, Holy Cross finishes up what must be a home-and-home home series. Nope, they don't. I can't read. I can't English and I can't read. Um, Holy Cross hosts Merrimack for the continuation of nothing. Um... <laughs> That's a 4 p.m. game on Tuesday, which, again, probably will already be done by the time you guys see this. Um, Sacred Heart heads down to Ithaca, New York, to play Cornell at 7 p.m. Uh, both of those games are on ESPN+. Plus. If I don't know why I'm saying that. Like I just said, they'll probably be done by the time you see this. But you can go back and watch the replay, I guess. Um,
0: that, Who knows? This might be out before
1: then. I don't know. It depends on how quick Zoe is editing. She's probably pretty quick at it.
0: Pretty quick, so this one should be relatively
1: easy. Um, then on Black Friday, the conference slate starts early with Army playing a 1 p.m. game at Canisius. Um,
0: that's because there's a Sabres game that night ah uh,
1: who did they really play that night? this isn't a Sabres podcast, why am I asking um, uh, they're going to
0: end the New Jersey Devils win streak <laughs> and end their own losing streak <laughs> in the same night I hope, that'd be fun Holy Cross heads Rhode Island to take on
1: Brown at 2 on Friday Uh, Niagara will host Colgate at 3.30 Sacred Heart will host Bentley at 4 The Tigers will host the Tigers at 7
0: Better Tigers will host the not better Tigers I probably
1: just totally ruined Nate's intro for the series Whoops. No Uh, And also a 7.05 game, Mercyhurst will host Air Force uh after digging themselves out. <laughs> I don't think they got quite as much in Erie. Still got a good amount.
0: <laughs> Enough to cancel hockey games.
1: I think that was more trying to travel down I 90 yeah, to Erie.
0: Probably.
1: Canisius will finish the series with Army with another 1 p.m. game. Is there, are there two Sabres games at home this weekend?
0: Uh, I don't think Saturday. So, they're just deciding to play at 1 on Saturday for no reason at all.
1: Uh, Sacred Heart finishes the series with Bentley at 1 p.m. Saturday. AIC starts... Well, it's not a series this time, but they're playing a game on Saturday with no game Friday. Um... They will go to Maine for a two p.m. start on Saturday. Uh, Colgate finishes the series at Niagara with another three thirty game. Uh, Air Force and Mercyhurst finish up with a four oh five start. It's Tigers versus Tigers again in Rochester with a five oh five start, and Holy Cross will go back home to Worcester and play New Hampshire. On
0: Saturday night at seven. Fun weekend around Atlanta. Hockey. Lots of A ga- lot of games this weekend, which is kind of nice. That's what happens
1: um, with a non-conference heavy
0: schedule. Mhm. Lots of games. A couple games that matter too, standings wise. So Sacred Heart and Bentley is big for us. Go Bentley! That would be really great. Much appreciated. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So that's a look around Atlanta hockey. And now.
1: The moment you've series. all been waiting
0: for. A fun series this weekend between the. Are they Princeton University or University of Princeton? I don't know.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Princeton University. <laughs>
0: between the Princeton University not as good Tigers versus the 20th ranked in the USCHO poll, RIT Tigers. Let's go. <laughs> Discord went nuts earlier if you missed it. The the USCHO coaches poll came out this week and somehow some way without playing a game that mattered, they finally decided to show us some respect. <laughs> and we were, we are now the 20th ranked team in the country it's a good day to be a tiger it's a great day
1: I broke uh, out my favorite west Wing gift 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 yes, I don't. can't get- I really can't it's so good that it's gonna be Thanksgiving <laughs> I'm gonna get
0: you I'm gonna get you a dictionary for Christmas <laughs> you might better just beat me over the head with it. You know what my favorite part about this one is that North Dakota, who likes to complain about Atlantic hockey getting teams into the tournament every year, is below us. So that's a big you-know-what to them. Um, Kodak is better than Nodak. I liked that one. That one was good. (laughs) Um, Was that you? Yes, that was me. It was you? Okay, good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, Battle of the Tigers, the Matt Kellenberger revenge tour. Um, <laughs> God, I want him to score this weekend so bad. Um, Princeton is in the Ivy League, and that's why they've only played seven games, because the Ivy League doesn't believe in October hockey. Um,
1: which means they're which means- wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just not right. They're two and five. Um, They've had a tough schedule to start. I mean, they played Harvard first game of the year. Cornell and Colgate are good, decent teams. Quinnipiac's Um,
1: really (laughs) good.
0: Quinnipiac's really good. It's who they just played last weekend. So Um, I don't want to take them lightly. I mean, and I look at it this way it's RIT, and I don't, I hate saying the P word this early in the year, but in the pairways, rat 17th. And they were talking about this on the post-game show on Saturday a little bit. Being at 17 is this late into the year is good, but now it means your non-conference games matter more and you can't afford to lose them. So I know we kind of say, oh, win your conference games is all that matters. I think the men have put themselves in a position where if you win all your non-conference games and you keep going in conference, you have a chance at getting into the tournament without needing to win Atlantic hockey or not being the bottom seed. And I know I don't want to look into March too far, but um, it's something to think about going into this weekend. I mean, these games really do matter now. So they're uh fun stat there they take a lot of penalties and you know for the team that has the second highest power play percentage in the country that's like the RIT should be chomping at the bit to draw a penalty and get on the power play um there might be a
1: lot of caged tigers this weekend
0: it's <laughs> like it's so hard like we can't do half of our cheers like it's it's kind of rough. We've been uh, scrambling this week to try to figure out what we can do. <laughs> um, it should be a should be a fun weekend. Um, back to games that count. Back to games that matter. Um, I think the the game against the U.S. team could be kind of a wake up call for us. Like, hey, you're good, but. I mean the I'd put I'd put the uh, the development program team under in the same category as some of the top teams in college hockey based on speed and skill and so it kind of shows you hey yeah you can compete with Atlanta hockey teams but can you compete against other teams around the country and I think they showed that so it'll be be a fun weekend I'm kind of excited um we don't get to play Princeton and we've only played them twice before and we won both of them last year. So in two very different games, one was six, five, and one was one, nothing. <laughs> so Tommy Scarfoni's first collegiate win and first collegiate shutout game against Princeton too last year. So that was, um, I'm pulling up stats here cause I did not make notes for this week. Did one of those games go to, overtime last year i think the 6-5 game went to overtime Uh,
1: i don't remember uh, yeah no well one of them did go to overtime it was the one nothing game was
0: it the one nothing game Uh
1: jeez oof yep jake (laughs) hammocker 35 seconds into overtime on the power play
0: i knew hammy scored the overtime winner just i couldn't remember what game it was
1: yeah, we carry um, a minute of power play time over into the overtime.
0: Beautiful. Uh, Brendan Gorman, three goals, one assist for four points. He leads their team in scoring. Um, Ethan Pearson, is. we'll probably see both of their goaltenders. They have two goalies on the roster. They'll, we'll probably see both, being it is non-conference, just like we'll probably see Scarfoni and Matthews. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Wayne tried to give Shannard another shot. Um, I guess we'll see what Wayne decides. I'm sure Tommy gets at to least this one game just to keep him in shape. You don't want to give your goaltender two weeks off, um, as he did not play this weekend. Um, Ethan Pearson has their only two wins. He's got a 9, nine three, zero save percentage or 1.8 goals against. So, I mean, he's stopping pucks. So, I think if we can capitalize on special teams and the power play, and they've been doing better with the penalties, kind of. Dan, how many games has it been since we've taken a major? Um, more, than I, more
1: than I'm more than able to count, I think. Take that you however that you high. want.
0: <laughs> How'd you get into RIT?
1: It's not how did I get into RIT, it's how did I last this long. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. Let's see if we can go game by game. Uh did we we might have taken one again in the second game or the first game against Sacred Heart. Yeah, we did, because yes, that, the... that was the double. That was
0: the double. So it's been one. <laughs> one that counted. Two overall. One that counted, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it should be Oh, that's why his stats are so low. Both of those games that he won were shutouts. <laughs> that's why. Okay. It's like, wow, this kid's really good. <laughs> um. That's why. Um. This team is Prince is Princeton is located in Princeton, New Jersey, and we know nothing good comes from New Jersey. So, we'll go to go to predictions, and we'll wrap it up here. Um. I I don't know why first the thought just
1: came to my head, but. Pretty sure Albert Einstein died in Princeton, New Jersey. See, this <laughs> is
0: important information because that's like whiteboard material. Uh...
1: It was definitely in New Jersey. It's just a matter of See, where I, in New Jersey. I need to know this. Yes, he died in Princeton, New Jersey.
0: Yes! We're totally using that this weekend. Dan unwillingly oh, that's beautiful.
1: writes a whiteboard.
0: That is beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna put that. I'm, I'll let you do the honors of putting that in Discord when we're done here. <laughs> um, all right. So predictions. I actually do have JJ's. He he sent me um one word. Actually, no. He sent me the emoji. He sent me the broom emoji. So JJ goes with a sweep. Um, I'm gonna yeah, agree he with them. We're not
1: curling, right?
0: Yeah, um, sorry, I cannot I, gonna, resist making no. a curling joke. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with him. Um, I don't think Princeton has the offensive firepower to keep, keep up with us, um, and I think if, if they get into penalty trouble, it's night night because our power play is really good.
1: I mean, I agree with both of you. I think the only way that that Princeton could steal a game from a, from us, I still can't speak is um, if their defense and their goaltending can lock us down, but that's going to mm-hmm. be real difficult to do.
0: Yeah. Vincent is at 77% kill, penalty kill. They're 48th out of 62 in the country. So, Capitalize on the power play. That's the story of the weekend. So. Yep all right well unless you have anything else to add um i guess we'll wrap it up i think that's all i've got um all right well um if you're not following us on instagram facebook twitter all that fun stuff please do it i don't know why you're not if you're listening to this um
1: yeah where did you find us
0: yeah right how did you find us um hit hit like and subscribe on this video um leave a comment we do read them um usually they're all making fun of me and i'm sure there will be lots of them (laughs) for this one Um, there might
1: be some making fun of me for a change
0: yeah please chirp jj as much as you want he doesn't even know we're saying all this and it's great um, I actually wanted him to open up his camera and like have have like his mom or some open up the video with just the cutout of him <laughs> on the screen. Um, it didn't happen. Couldn't make it work. Um, yeah. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Turn on notifications so you know that everything gets dropped. Um, if you're traveling and you're listening to this, please drive safe for the holiday. Come back early. Hockey games this weekend. Um, Or just
1: drive back and forth like I'm going to because apparently I like to burn gas.
0: Uh, Speaking of burning gas, shout out to Dom. He has not (laughs) missed a single home game this year, men or women. He's probably going bankrupt. I love it. And he's he's
1: also made at least three away games.
0: Yeah, I, I told him, oh, and if you're in the Discord, if you're not in the Discord, join Discord. If you are in the Discord, make sure to check the uh, thread for Mobile Corner Crew. We are trying to get a head count for how many people want to go on a mega trip, as JJ likes to call it. Um, I can't anymore. Remember what I said? I'm kidnapping you. No, JJ said that. We're both kidnapping you. (laughs) If one of us fails, the other one will be there to help. As, um, as long as
1: you guys find someone to do a book for Steve, if you're really going to kidnap me.
0: No. No. Well, it was, hockey's way more important. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Um go scroll all the way up to the top, the message, and react to the message if you're going to both Mercy Mercyhurst and Canisius for the women and the men. If you're going to just Erie for the women, I don't know why, because you have to drive through Buffalo to get home. So you should go to the men's game too. Um, all that fun stuff. We're getting ready, gearing up for that trip. We've been looking forward to that one for a while. So it's kind of nice. It's right around the corner. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving and roll tech. Tigers, but the ones
1: from. RIT, not Princeton. Yes, go RIT. RIT, RIT, RIT.